Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Phil Mir. Phil Mir was appointed CEO of Patient Keeper in 2020. He brings to Patient Keeper 20 years of experience in customer-facing leadership roles at enterprise software and healthcare IT organizations and a career-long focus on ensuring customer success and operational excellence. Phil Mir joined Patient Keeper from Ivarian, a leading healthcare consumer and physician engagement company, where he served as Executive Vice President, Customer Experience. Prior to Avariant, he held various business operational leadership roles at Automatic Data Processing, or ADP. Well, good afternoon, Phil. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Awesome, Phil. I appreciate having you on today. I know we've been talking back and forth. This is what's really exciting is you've got an amazing story. First of all, we're going to jump into how you jumped into your new role as the pandemic hit. But the fact that you're in healthcare, health tech is really near and dear to my heart. That's where I built most of my career. So thanks again. So Phil, jumping into the questions here, you've got quite the career. You worked in the SaaS space, and now you're the CEO of Patient Keeper. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Great, Brian. Great question. And there's a lot of different ways I could take that question. But the secret to my career growth, it boils down to three things, if I can do that. Number one is run to problems. So there is no industry, and certainly healthcare exemplifies this, that doesn't have major problems with which we need to solve through technology. If you look at healthcare, a recent survey I read, Brian, is 91% of physicians have at some point in their career experienced burnout or severe burnout. That's a problem because our physicians are the product of healthcare. So I see my role today as CEO of Patient Keepers. If I can solve one piece or better yet, that problem, I create relevant value to my customers and I can solve a big problem for humanity. And that's been the secret throughout my career, Brian. I've never stayed in my lane. I've always tried to pursue areas where big, large, multidimensional, cross-functional problems existed for my customers and then assembled the team, assembled the resources, did the analysis and actually executed with vigor. And so I would say first and foremost is run to problems. I would say in parallel, secondly, it's care. I genuinely care about the customers that I serve. I genuinely care about the employees under me. So you'll hear often a lot of literature spoken about transparency and effective communication and career development and effective hiring. To me, all of those things are actions you take if fundamentally you genuinely care about what you're doing for a living. And I do. So it might be an obvious comment to make. It's not a secret, but it's what I've built my career on running to problems and genuinely caring about those I serve. Last but not least, I would say is I've been fortunate enough, Brian, to have some great mentors along the way. I've had executives who've stopped what they were doing in their busy schedules to take time, spend time with me, and help me to look at situations and lead through those situations. And those mentors, people who have been there and done that, have helped me along the way. And I'm certainly benefiting from that guidance even now as a first-time CEO of a healthcare technology company, Brian. So that, that's what I would boil down, you know, the secret of my career. It's really running to problems. It's really caring about those around me and the customers that I serve, and then having great guidance and mentors along the way. Awesome. I appreciate that. I think that's really amazing and certainly resonate with our global audience. So I appreciate that. Really do. And Phil, as you know, everybody globally has to make major shifts to adapt to this new normal in the pandemic. Could you share with us what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this economy? Sure, Brian. Well, the biggest shift that our data showed, the biggest aha, I'll call it, that came out of the pandemic was that 
the days of practicing medicine and delivering care in the healthcare space within the four walls of the hospital are slowly and over time diminishing. Healthcare needs to be available 24-7, 365 days a year at the location where providers choose to practice medicine and where patients choose to consume medicine. That's the consumerization of healthcare that many talk about. So during the pandemic, with access to the hospitals and healthcare systems shut down for a period of time, it became ever more obvious that mobility and the availability of data and tools and communication mechanisms to connect physicians and care teams and connect physicians and patients in ways that we hadn't thought about before had to become an imperative in healthcare. So we learned that patient keepers mobility solutions, which were in addition to our desktop and portal technologies now took on heightened importance. We've redoubled our efforts to invest in solutions that work on tablets and mobile devices and are interoperable across all modalities from which a provider chooses to practice medicine. Uh, we've changed our philosophy and we feel we're stronger coming out of the pandemic with this mobility first approach, which was great and was interesting prior to the pandemic. It's now a healthcare imperative that we offer those tools to the providers and care teams that are working across geographies, across locations, from home, in order to care for the patients that they care for. So mobility was our big lesson learned coming out of this pandemic. Phil, thanks for sharing. That's amazing. Every guest that I have on the show here, we talk about some of the things that they had to do. Their back was against the wall and they came out with flying colors because everybody pulled together and really innovated, right? Transformed to overcome the challenge. So I love the story there. And Phil, we're going to talk a little bit about technology now. That's kind of where my space is. You're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything specific that you could share with our audience that might not be, you know, proprietary or confidential? Sure, Brian. In keeping with the mobility theme, and mobility is a big push for patient keeper to give providers and care teams tools where they can practice medicine. They could do a patient lookup. They could send a message. They could do a reference check on a patient wherever they are through our mobility suite. It was important for us to invest in technology that allowed us to develop and code once and then have the output, the application work across any kind of device, any kind of modality from which our end users choose to access Patient Keeper. So we invested in a tool called Flutter and Flutter allows our software development teams to again, code once and then have the application deployed with responsive design to any device, whether it's portal, whether it's desktop, whether it's a mobile phone or a tablet. We're really excited about our investment in Flutter and the flexibility and capability that that allows us to do work once and then to have that work on any device of choice. Watches, for example, which some folks choose to have their watch on them 24 hours a day. They should have access to Patient Keeper through their watch so that they can do their job just as well as they could do it on a desktop in the hospital. So that's one technology, Brian, that I would call out that we've invested in to help us further become more efficient with our development process and also provide that same flexibility to our end users that we would had we had to have four separate development processes for phone and tablet and desktop and watch, we would never be able to do that in an ergonomic way. So we're pretty excited about how Flutter's changed our ability to provide mobile first solutions for our customers. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I love that product flutter as well. So I appreciate you bringing that up. And I think that's something pretty awesome that allows people to take their product a lot further and a lot faster. So thanks again, Phil. And Phil, last question. Everybody wants to know a little bit about Phil Mir. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or leadership? Sure, Brian. Well, I'll start with what inspires me. And what inspires me is seeing an aha moment for an employee or a customer where a piece of technology or a process or a knowledge opportunity changes the way they think about their work, changes the way they think about their career, changes the way they prioritize what they do. We had a customer recently go live on Patient Keeper's mobile clinical results solution. And we had doctors and nurses thanking us, telling us, where have you been? You've cut out hours from my day. I could spend more time with my family. I could spend more time playing golf because the administrivia needed to wait for a open desktop station and type in my provider notes at the end of the day just wasn't working for me. You can now allow me to deliver care in the moment. And that allows me to deliver my care, record my care in Patient Keeper, do all the necessary uh, administrative items that I need to do, such as billing and charge capture and position documentation, do it ergonomically and get home to my family or get to the golf course or pursue my passion. To me, that's what inspires me is watching that aha moment for a customer, watching an employee do something that they never thought they could do. So that's what inspires me. I would say anything specific about me that I want everybody to know is just that, you know, I believe in servant leadership. And what does that mean? It's the upside down org chart. So I, as CEO, my primary job is to remove barriers, remove obstacles, and encourage success amongst those that work under me. So my job is to solve problems, to serve my employees, as opposed to telling everybody what to do or asking them to do work that's unnecessary. And some of the old paradigms of CEO, which are being challenged. I'm an activator, Brian, and I believe that our job as healthcare leaders today are to activate our organizations to stay ahead of the needs of our customers and to offer new and innovative solutions to the legacy problems of healthcare. And that activator mentality has worked throughout my career paired with servant leadership. I think that's really important to share with your audience. And knowing your experience, Brian, and the various healthcare leadership roles, I think you could probably relate to the need for leaders to be activators as opposed to decision makers or bureaucrats or instructors or some of the old paradigms that we defined ourselves as. So that's hopefully a succinct answer to what I believe are my strengths as well as what I believe are the real requirements of today's healthcare leader. Phil, that's amazing. Appreciate the share on that. And I know, again, like I said, our audience is hungry for information and we've had some great guests like yourself on the show. So thanks again. And Phil, it was a pleasure having you on today. I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Well, Brian, I enjoy reading all the literature from Corazon Technologies, and I look forward to more great things from you and your organization. And I really enjoyed today's discussion. Bye for now. 